Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Hi, Joy. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to catch up with you today. And I've really been looking forward to this conversation all week. And you're here with us today to talk a little bit about your personal experiences with missing time and alien encounters. For our listeners who are tuning in today, can you tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about your story with missing time and what initially led you to come and see me for a quantum healing hypnosis session? Um, First of all, hi, thank you for having me. Um, So actually exactly a year ago tomorrow, my husband recorded video of UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call them, Mm -hmm. um, that he didn't remember taking. We discovered the videos on his phone two months later, I think in May, middle of May. Um, and he still doesn't remember taking the videos. He remembers that night, but in a different way. Um, so he has missing time there. Um, but from there, the minute we discovered those videos, everything just started happening. It was a, a few months of back-to-back just occurrences and, and things that were happening that we were unexplainable to us. And it was actually kind of scary. Um, but once, once I came to terms with it, it's, it's just been a roller coaster. I've been, um, I've been researching constantly, um, trying to look for all the answers and everything. And then, um, I discovered Dolores Cannon and through that I discovered you and I, I really wanted to, cause I had, um, I had, I have these partial memories of things that mm-hmm. happened to me and I wanted to get the full picture. So that's how I came about. Um, looking for you for a hypnosis session. First off, I can't believe it's been almost a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, you came to me last summer and through the hypnosis, we did uncover a lot of information. I feel like you got some clarity through the session and we realized that there were some memories that maybe have been altered or changed, yeah. reprogrammed. And refresh my mind a little bit on that because initially, so backing up to the night when the video was taken, you guys were on your way to, was it the store or something like that outside here in Nevada area? You guys were on the way to the store and you pulled over on the side of the road. Is that what happened? Um, My husband was on the way to the store. I wasn't there um, when the videos were taken. but yeah, he was on his way to the store around eight something at night. Um, and he remembers seeing, if, well, first he he remembers it being like the air was different. It was like he was sort of moving underwater. Oh. It was darker than usual. And he wow. started seeing these drone type things like stingray shaped mm-hmm. almost moving, weaving in and out of the homes in the area. Um, and that's really kind of all that he remembers of that. Um, no, he does remember seeing like the little drones moving along the side of the mountain as well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but like I said, we didn't discover the video until a couple months later. And how did you discover the video? Uh, we had to go to um, the nearest larger town to do grocery shopping. And I think mm -hmm. my daughter had an appointment or something. We were sitting in IHOP and uh, all of a sudden I see my husband go just ghost white. <laughs> and I'm like, what's, what is it? What's going on? And he goes, there's weird videos on here that I did not trying to talk quietly amongst ourselves so nobody around us hears it, you know? Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. That's amazing. And I can't even imagine, you know, sitting in the IHOP and it's like, oh no, definitely <laughs> not. I'm white as it goes, but it's not from the food. It's because, you know, I found this yeah. video <laughs> on my phone and I can only begin to imagine how shocked it you guys were. And so talk, talk to us about the video because I had the opportunity to see the video and oh man, I've never seen anything quite like it. So for listeners out there, describe exactly what it was that was on this, this video. How would you explain it? Okay. So there was two videos. Um, they were about three minutes long each. And mm -hmm. most of it is just um, lights that have no, um, like no explanation. There's no, they, they just look like lights. You can't tell what it is. But then all of a mm -hmm. sudden on one of them, there's these three lights that are separate and then they come together and flash real bright and disappear. Um, never seen anything like that before in my life. Um, and in shortly after that, I think it's maybe 10 to 15 seconds after that happens, you see these three for lack of a better word, yellow orbs mm -hmm. um, go over the top of my husband's car and he had the sunroof open you could actually hear them it made like a um a magnetic electromagnetic sort of sound and it interfered with the video for a second it like garbled it and then you can see this light come down in the passenger side window for a second and i actually um i looked at these videos over and over and over again i paused them i replayed them like um, when it gets to that point, I paused it and you can kind of, I, I know humans make faces out of everything. That's just yeah. something that we do as a species, but I, I do believe that there's actually faces in this and I've shown a couple other people and they, mm -hmm. you know, they see them too, but, um, that was in one of the videos. And then in the other one, there's a red light that's, um, it looks like it's by some trees mm -hmm. and you can see sort of it's far away. You can't see it clearly, but you can sort of see little heads bobbing to the left of that light for a second. Um, like they're walking on the ground. Oh my goodness. Um, and I just there's, there's also sounds in there too, a couple different ones um, mm -hmm. that are what, they're like electronic sort of sounds that nothing around here makes. You have to understand that we're out in the middle of nowhere. There's no lights like these. There's no sounds like these around here. Um, yeah, it, it was it was strange and different. It, it was. And I remember when I saw the video, and if I recall correctly, there was three orbs, I believe, and they, they lined up, they aligned before they melted. Is that what? Yes. That, yeah, yeah, there was three of them and then they, they came together and then flashed they just... and disappeared. 
Yes. I mean, I just get chills just kind of thinking about <laughs> it. I Again, you know, a little bit about my background. I actually, I think, I think it's one of the reasons why we were aligned. And I may have told you this during the session is I had an interesting childhood where my mother was an alien um, abductee uh, throughout my whole childhood. And I never actually had or recall having an encounter but throughout my whole childhood, we would go to conventions and we would take pictures of like everything in the sky. And I yeah. was actually pretty well versed. And so, you know, because it grew up, it grew up all around it. It was, you know, it wasn't anything abnormal or unusual. And when I saw your video and after everything and years and years and years of you know, researching and, and looking at pictures and things, there's nothing I've ever seen quite like it. So it's, it's definitely it's definitely something very interesting. And so in our session, we did encounter, you know, a couple of interesting things. First, there were, you had a situation where you found yourself, you, um, you thought it was a dream when you came to me, but then through the hypnosis, we found out that it really actually wasn't a dream, that you had woken up and you were on the ship and they had to try to reprogram you or put you back to sleep or kind of alter the memory. Uh, do you remember that portion of your session where we kind of chatted a little bit about that and that was uncovered through the hypnosis? Yes, yes, I remember that. Um, the reason why I thought it was a dream mm -hmm. um, was because it just my mind couldn't wrap, wrap itself around it. I had the memory I have, I can still feel what it felt like. Wow. Um, I know that they were touching my back and like my arms and I could mm -hmm. uh, feel like psychically one of them, if that's a word, one of mm -hmm. them was keeping me calm. Um, yeah. I was very calm. I remember being calm and I'm like, I'm in this situation. I shouldn't be calm, but I am, mm -hmm. you know, and again with the air, it felt different. It felt denser. Um, velvety almost thicker and but I felt lighter that's so interesting and these memories when they're reprogrammed like what is that like is it like similar to a dream or would it is it like something that you feel is like a real life memory but you can't quite grasp or recall it when how do you know like when it's something that may have been altered or or changed can you tell you the difference you don't you don't um a better example of that is the second um the second one that we mm -hmm. went into um where they said that that memory actually didn't happen it um it was when i saw my husband when i ran to the um front sliding glass door and opened it and i said they're coming mm -hmm. uh, he looked back at me and his eyes were just blank dead stare, emotionless. And he said, don't be scared. And immediately I wasn't scared. Wow. Um, and it came through that, um, that memory actually didn't happen. Mm -hmm. They put that there as a marker so that I would know that something had happened. Right. Um, and that's the one that I really wanted to get answers to with, but they mm -hmm. said it wasn't the right time. <laughs> and that is the time in which you recall the feeling of your your consciousness being kind of like pulled out of you. Is is, is that an accurate statement? Yes, mm -hmm. um, more like pushed. pushed. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I feel this. I I it's this is the most craziest part of this for me. This is the part that completely changed my life, my outlook on everything, life, death. 
I know that my soul can exist without my body. I know that a hundred percent for a fact that has changed my life having that knowledge because they did, they pushed on the back of my head and they pushed my soul out of my body. Um, and I know that's, it sounds crazy. It's a crazy thing to, to say. It's hard saying that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that it did happen because I went someplace for uh, just a, a couple seconds. I just saw it and felt it for a couple seconds. It was the most wonderful feeling. Um, it was like the soft white light and I could see different colors in it, but I, I couldn't focus. I guess it I would compare it to um, like a baby opening their eyes for the first time, trying to see something, but I couldn't see it. But the feeling there was indescribable. I, I can't even imagine. I just like I just get chills just thinking <laughs> about it. And to me, you know, I've I've heard so many things through my quantum healing sessions, and I'm just fascinated, just in driven by you know knowledge and wanting to know and and hear more. And you, you've had encounters with different types of species would you say there's been more than one type of species that you have seen is that correct um i believe so i Mm -hmm. haven't i don't have memory actually of seeing them i only got to see um Mm -hmm. one kind of them um in our session Mm -hmm. and i believe that was the smaller grays um but i know that there are others i just haven't been able to I, or I haven't been allowed to consciously remember them yet. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you think that you said earlier that there was like a marker be, because they wanted you to remember something had happened? Do you know why they would want you to remember that something had happened? Why wouldn't, do you have any indication as to what their reasoning behind that would be, but then not releasing the full memory to you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because they said it wasn't the right time yeah. for it. Maybe I, I do plan on having another session sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that will be the right time because mm-hmm. that is one of the things I really want an answer on was that experience. I want to know where they sent me, where I went to and exactly what happened. Yeah. And we also discovered in your session that you had agreed prior to this lifetime to, to work with them. Is, is that correct? Do you have like a sole contract to work with them or to, to help them gather information? Yes. And I came home and um, told my husband that and he yeah. listened to the, the thing and he uh, he kind of agreed. He goes, that feels like it's like it's right, you know, and he's not really he's not really as on board or into the spirituality aspect of it as, as I have been over Mm -hmm. the past year since this all happened. Um, I've been the one that's kind of just dived in head first and I've been researching and doing, you know, all this stuff. And of course we talk, I talk to him about all this stuff, but you know, he, he agrees with me that it's, it's there, there was nothing for us to fear. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, he agrees with you that there's nothing to fear. And that's because of the sense of calmness you think that, that they provide you or that they instill in you. You said that you, do you feel, do you feel safe or just calm? Like when you're going through something like this or when you've had these encounters? 
okay, so when it first started happening and we had no idea what was going on, I was terrified. I didn't sleep for about a month, hardly. Wow. Um, I still had to get up and go to work and pretend that yeah. everything was okay when it wasn't, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, I, it's one thing to believe that there's other life out there. And it's another thing when they show you that yeah. they're there. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was scary at first. And then when I started to realize, you know, that there was really no harm, we felt that there was no harm going to be mm -hmm. done to us. But once I, that really started kicking in and I could just take a step back and look at it for what it was, um, I stopped being scared so much. Yeah. When this first started happening, was there anyone that you were able to talk to outside of your husband or did you, or were you just, did you keep it all in and, you know, just between you and your husband or was there anybody like in your family that you were able to confide in? Um, it took a while to be able to open up to anybody. I didn't know whether I should or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I opened up to my mom. I didn't tell her everything. I told her some things mm -hmm. and she believed me. She had had her own experiences in the past. Um, so yeah, she, she believed what I said. And then I opened up to two of my friends and one of them took it okay. Mm -hmm. And the other one did not because mm -hmm. they're very religious and they just, mm -hmm. they shut me down immediately. They didn't want to hear about it, even though they believed me. Yeah, so. it was probably fear, you know, society likes to keep us in fear. Yeah. And I think that oftentimes when people are scared of, of something that they can't, that they can't explain that that's, that's a typical reaction is like a fear based yeah. reaction. So we just don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, I don't, hold that, I don't hold that against yeah. them at all. Because it is it's, I understand, <laughs> like, if a year and a half ago, if somebody had told me this stuff, I'd have been like, Oh, my God, are you serious? You know, <laughs> but we would have done the same thing, like, change, yeah. the, divert, divert, change the subject. And um, so since our session, um, like, wow, again, you know, almost a year ago, I can't believe how quickly the time's gone. Have you had any other encounters or interesting situations that have come up? Yes. Um, one of them was in January. My husband actually took another video Oh. Um, in the town that we live in, in the actual town. There's like mm -hmm. a little mountain in town behind where the old grocery store used to be. Um, and he said he was there and he saw, um, it, it was like one light, but it kept dividing into like five lights, seven lights, and then it come back together. Mm -hmm. um, so he drove over to the, where the bottom of the, the little mountain is and he got out and, and videoed again and you could see it. It was one light. It looked like a star, except it was right at the top of the mountain rather than up in the sky. Um, and it divided into three red lights and then another like little yellow light came on to the left of it. So and I'm just curious to know, like, he seems to be the only one seeing these, right? Or ex even though it's happening outside and in the town, there's no one else that's there in that small town that has reported this? No. Yeah, it's very Unless interesting. Unless there's things, things in keeping it to themselves, yeah. which well, I understand <laughs> that too. Which, um, that, hey, it is a possibility, but... I know that in the session, it was also uncovered that, you know, he was supposed to be like, building something or working on something and he collects things that he couldn't remember why he was collecting them. So maybe it's something to do with a contract that he's done, you know, prior to this lifetime and, and working with them. And that's why they show 
themselves to him maybe specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I get a feeling though, because of everything that's happened and because of the, the small memories that I've been allowed to keep from my experiences that it also has to do with me as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel, I feel almost like I was maybe one of them mm-hmm. in a past life or, or something like that, that cause there's a definite interest in me as well. Um, my husband, if he's had multiple abductions and I hate to use that word, <laughs> I don't, I don't view it as an abduction, yeah, you know, right. it just that's has a negative connotation, but for lack of a better word, um, he, if he's had them, he doesn't remember them. Um, but for some reason I've been allowed to, to remember them. So, which is so fascinating to me because he's, he's the one that captures the videos, but yeah. does it, yeah, but then doesn't remember. And then you remember, but ha- you specifically haven't captured the, the videos. I think maybe it's because I've become more open to it. And mm-hmm. for the longest time, um, he was not, he, he saw it pretty much as a, as a threat because yeah. they would only come at night. They'd only come usually when we were asleep or off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't and hasn't been as open and accepting of these experiences as I have been. Yeah. And there was a time too, when the video, you thought that maybe they wanted the video back or, or something like that. Is that correct? Yeah. One of the very first things that happened after we discovered the videos was um, we were laying in bed asleep. It was the middle of the night and I happened to wake up and I looked over and I saw this golf ball sized bright white light moving down the side of my husband's side of the bed to his nightstand. And it lit up an old broken phone that he just had sitting there. And um, at that point I looked over and moved a little bit Mm -hmm. and it came back out of the phone and slowly went back out the way that it came. Um, So I thought, we thought maybe they were looking for the videos in his phone. Yeah, that's so wild, especially hovering over the phone like that. And it was like a broken phone. Yeah. I mean, I would have thought the same thing. But we still have the videos, so I'm not sure exactly what they were. Yeah, it was very interesting. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I thank you for coming on today. And I know, you know, your story is, is so unique and... I just love that you you were open to come on and share with listeners because I suspect that there's a lot of people out there who are going through similar encounters or who have had a similar situation and maybe they feel the same like or they yeah. feel like they don't have anyone to talk to or that they're they're alone in the situation. So for anyone out there maybe who has had a similar encounter or is going through something like this, what would you say to them if you could give like advice or what would you tell them? Um, that's actually why I wanted to do that. Um, I didn't want to come on here to try to convince somebody that what happened to me happened. I know that it did. Um, yeah. And I also have a, a strong feeling that there's many other people out there that have these little memories of these things happening or, mm-hmm. you know, these feelings that something like that has happened to them. And I wanted to let them know that this does have happen to um, quote unquote normal people all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, what I would say would be follow your intuition. Yeah. After all of this happened, my husband will agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we, we started getting like these little breadcrumbs, these little things that would lead us to the next answer and the next um, thing that we should look into. Or like if we had a question in our minds, all of a sudden um, the next article we opened up would pop up and, and it would be there, the answer. Wow. Um, so I would say um, really just listen to your intuition and start looking around and looking for the answers because they are out there. Um, just stay away from any of the fear-based stuff, especially at first, because there's a lot of that out there too. And when you're going through something like this, that is not something that you need to be looking into, at yeah. least at first. And, you know, I would like to just touch on now, I mean, society likes to keep us in fear because yeah. if we're in this fear-based mindset, we can't expand our consciousness. We can't, we can't grow. And it's so wild when you just think about the universe and everything that's potentially out there. We've only begun to touch the surface of that. And yeah, yeah I'm I staying away from the scary stuff as much as Me possible too. because it just doesn't serve any purpose anymore in my life. <laughs> no, it, it truly doesn't. It, it really doesn't. It's low vibrational. And I just want to say again, you know, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. I, I think there's going to be so many people who truly resonate with your experience and you know, what you've gone through. And it takes a lot of courage to to come on and to talk about these things because they may not be so widely accepted yeah. you know, by society. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again. I don't get a chance to talk about this that much. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. Have a good rest of your day, Joy. Right, you too. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience quantum healing hypnosis are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path in a single session you experience past life regression exploration between lifetimes self-healing performed by your subconscious release of trapped trauma and answers to your most important life questions your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.